Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Well, not the uh, not the outcome anyone was hoping for, but kind of expected when you're playing a team on a on an 11 game now 12 game win streak. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Over Ottawa. Today, I am joined by the wonderful. I don't even know how to introduce you. I'll say what actor, writer, comedian, jack of all trades. Sure. Yeah. Go with that. Yeah, yeah, Terry McGurn. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I wish it was under better circumstances and a better game to talk about. Um, yeah. But just just rough. I mean, I guess the only bright side is, hey, a few games ago, the Sens took the Devils to overtime, and that's something. But yeah, that's what we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, that'll be our chant over the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took the Devils to overtime. Um, so that's yeah, one point out of two games against the Devils so far. Um, not not ideal. Before we get too uh, too completely negative here, I'm just gonna put in a, a word from our sponsor. Keep um keep the <laughs> keep the mood up before before this comes in. So want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction Canada's sportsbook. Football continues. Basketball is back, and the hockey season is well underway. Someone should let the Sens know. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So, in other words, don't ever put money on the Ottawa Senators. Oh, it's just, you said positive, and you you just couldn't do it. You couldn't get through the... I couldn't do it. I, I'm doing my best. I... Oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, so... I'm just, we're just going to get right into some negativity here. D, fire DJ chance at the game. How yeah. how do you feel about that? Because I know a lot, like you know, just like any other thing this season, there's a, quite a few different opinions on everything. And I've seen everyone say, you know, I've seen people who are defending DJ Smith, you know, say 15 games in now are kind of on board with with the change. Uh, have you? Are you also uh, on board as far as you know? Would you like to see a change in coaching? And if so, you know, how far into the season did do you think you kind of were started to lean that way? Uh, I, I, I think the last few, the last five games I've been like, okay, it's, it's time now. Um, cause they have to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I get the sense maybe Dorian feels like making this move while the team is up for sale. Like personally, I think it's, it's, it's his best chance at saving his job as a GM is to, to make a move and, and, you've got a team that you can't argue is better than they have been in the last two years on paper playing the same system that still isn't working. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's an interesting point of view actually. Yeah. With, with the sale of the team, you know, that, that's, that's an interesting point. And there was what just a few days ago at the GM meetings, he was quoted as saying coaching isn't the issue. But hasn't every GM said that a week yeah. before firing the coach? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Guy Boucher was fired about three days after uh, Pierre told everyone, no, no, he's going to 
we're going to keep him to the end of his contract. And then yeah. a few days yeah. later, just yeah. Meanwhile, gone. Tom Pyatt was cleaning out his locker. You know, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Guy Boucher and his guys, his his yeah. guys. I yeah. Is 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 Zaitsev the first uh, the first uh, example of one of DJ's guys? Do you think up until this point? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure he was. I mean, you know, to, to to come in and be playing top pairing minutes and stuff, it was it was mind boggling. Just the same way it was when like, oh, we need a winger. Well, let's move Tom Pyatt into the top six. It's like, <laughs> okay, Christy Domenico, and uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah i think i think a coaching change could help it would certainly shake up the locker room um i don't know I, I think it is the system they're obviously it's not working for them you you've got to create a system that works for the players you've got as opposed to trying to reshape the team you have around the system you want to play mm-hmm. i don't know that's my yeah. take it's a lot of it's a lot of dump and chase with an empty net i gotta say yeah, That's, isn't it? Yeah, a little odd. Um, so as far as as far as today's game goes, I mean, there isn't a whole lot to say other than just I think everyone looked rough at some point. Um, I think Tim Stutzla had one of his worst games of the season for sure. Yeah. Um, just never looked like he was going all in on any play just kind of floating around all game that especially on that uh you know on on that i believe it was a shorthanded goal against where he loses the puck at the blue line just kind of glides like he, he thinks someone else is grabbing the puck and then you know granted he, he makes the play to, to steal the puck but it still gets to the devils and he's just kind of floating in into the defensive end and just kind of notices the last second oh the guy a foot behind me now has the puck off that rebound yeah. And if you watch that, if you watch that replay, all five of them are coasting. When he sure gets the puck before he shoots it, not one of the five senators is skating. And you're just, and I'm just like, wow, that's a team that doesn't want this game. You know? Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, was- I think exactly. Yeah, top to bottom, the raw, the entire. Well, you know what? I think I think Kachuk looked kind of involved a few times but other than him top to bottom it just looked like they all just knew they were going to lose this game from the start i don't know really do you think i thought the first i think they decided they were fine with it maybe more than that (laughs) they were playing for the tie immediately yeah Um, yeah i i don't know i still i still like i still see a lot of chemistry between pinto and Ju, and i love i love watching those two um it, that's what you want when you bring in like an older veteran player. You want him to like link with one of your, you know, young entry level contract guys and just yeah. teach them everything, you know? Um, so I still really like their dynamic today. Um, it, you know, that shorthanded goal, even Giroud wasn't skating, but right. But they had they had a few moments in that first period. Man, Ottawa got some really great looks um and forsberg made great saves at oh he you know, did our end too mm-hmm. uh I, I was surprised when he walked off so calmly because getting pulled on yeah. goals that really weren't his fault i think i think everyone was, when, when he was walking down the tunnel everyone was expecting all right so that stick is gone in three two no yeah, yeah you're right though completely calm yeah and and that's the thing like i think a couple of the goals he let in were a bit weak but he made some really tough saves yeah huge 
and yeah. then Talbot also making some. That's that's the thing. You know, the Sens lose five to one, four one if you don't include the empty net. So the Sens goalies give up four goals, but I don't think they necessarily looked bad at all. Like the the, the goalies just were more. Or less, I think they were hung out to drive for most of the game and making yeah, tough saves despite that. Yeah, I mean when when guys are getting second and third opportunities off rebounds, that's that's your that's your team not clearing out the front of the net, you mm-hmm. know? Uh yeah. Yeah, our goalies are not to blame this season, that's for sure. 100%. Um and yeah, from from Nick in the chat, Talbot save of the year, possibly. That was unbelievable. That was pretty really great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so so Terry, so for those of you watching uh, and listening after the fact, Terry and I spoke a little bit before the game, and we decided that if the Sens lose, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about this next topic. And I think I think we've earned it being Sens fans. We get to we get to dream a little bit um, with with how this season has gone. So there's been a lot of talk about Eric Carlson and a lot of talk of the San Jose Sharks looking to move him. And then the the issue is, you know, now with with you know the ownership uh, changing, Alfie being around the team a lot more, like it's it's very possible that Carlson would want to come back to Ottawa. But we the issue is, you know, do you have the assets to acquire him, and then past that, do you have the cap space to keep him and, and all of your young talent? So we we talked about this a little bit before before the game but you had yeah you had some some really some really good points with that even if even if san jose were to hold on to 50 percent of that contract yeah i mean if they're taking 50 percent of that contract you've you you've still got pinto you've still got sanderson guys that you're going to want to lock up long term uh as you were mentioning pre-game as well the the cap is only going up what like Three million, or yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone watching, but I believe that the aim was to hit ninety in three seasons. I want to say, if I remember correctly, right. So incrementally, you know, yeah. maybe with some some short term contracts on your bigger guys, which is not ideal. Um, I don't know. I the only way I could see it happening, and and I mentioned this earlier, and it's kind of bonkers, but um is moving Chabot, which sounds crazy, but I think Sanderson has already passed him. And if he hasn't, he's going to next season. Like Sanderson seems legit, like a number one left side guy. So do you really want to be paying Chabot 8 million for the next, what, six years, five years? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I think that, con- yeah, I think that would have kicked in last year. So yeah, six years following the season, I think. Yeah. So if you're if you're really looking to free up some cap space, you can move Chabot and then look for a second pairing left hand guy. If if you feel that Brandstrom isn't that guy, mm-hmm. um, but but do you want to spend what six and a half of that on Eric Carlson? I don't know. I'm not sure. It it, it looks it looks like a slam dunk right now because I I believe it's. 19 games he's got 11 goals and 17 assists just ridiculous i don't think he's he definitely never had a start like that before this season um no unbelievable no. but 
yeah, it's just it's just it, it's so nice to think about, and I think a lot of a lot of Sens fans find some comfort in in the idea of Carlson coming back. It's just a matter of the the, the logistics of that move, just completely yeah. either you know you're, you're you're giving up the future now in a trade for him, or you're giving up the future by keeping him and just not having the cap space to extend those guys you want to hang on to. I think it. I think it. It. It makes the window of opportunity for Ottawa to be cup contenders much shorter. Right. Like it's you're closing that window really tight and going. We're banking on Eric Carlson getting us there in the next three seasons. You know, because um, he's you know he's 32 already. He turns 30 33 in January or something. Yeesh. Yes, I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure about it. it I, I think I I could see it more likely being, you know, following this contract being finished. And, and you know, I don't want to say that Carlson's going to be washed by the time the contract's finished, but say he's, you know, how old he, he'll be when the contract's done 37, I guess. You know, say he's 37 and he signs a one-year contract to finish his career in Ottawa. I think that's a lot more likely. Yeah, well, going the way Ottawa does, of course, they'll sign him to a one-day contract oh, yeah. and hang his jersey in the rafters. And uh, and yeah. fans will eat it up. I don't know why, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I, I I do think I do think there there is a case for uh, for for thinking it could happen. You know, him coming back to Ottawa before the end of this contract. But I think I think the necessary piece there is a third team. I get a third team involved in that trade. So you know, maybe because. San Jose holding on to fifty percent—that's going to cost a lot in, in in prospects and draft picks. And so, even if San Jose is holding on to what twenty-five, throw another twenty-five percent with Arizona or something. You know, like it's just it's it's. I can't even imagine a deal where Carlson's move for with any retention. I think it'd be really Ottawa or not. I think it's just a tough move to pull off. I agree. I, and I mean, I think a, a team that's willing to give up their first and, you know, last year's first who's still in juniors or whatever, that's a team that's like, we're looking to compete now and then we'll worry about buying them out, you know, like, and right. that's not the position Ottawa is in. No, I'd be real uneasy with the Sens moving on from their first round pick for this upcoming draft. I have to say that's it's not the time to, to be buying with with future picks. Yeah, I agree. And it's and I don't trust them to to you know buy him out either as we were watching with Zaitsev. It's just not yeah, that. yeah. When the only buyout you've got, I think the only buyout they have in the books right now is Bobby Ryan, and even then that was somewhat questionable because you knew the team was going to be bad as he was finishing up his contract. So you'd think they would have kept them around just to hit the floor, but I guess in a, in a, in a saving real money sense, I guess that was that was the reason behind that move, getting yeah. rid of him. Um, and <laughs> someone in the chat says, why is Austin Watson so dirty? So that was, I can't believe he got away with that cross check on his year. Yeah. Yeah. Just to completely that, change the subject and go back to the game. I completely forgot to talk about that earlier. Just yeah. while yeah, he got that, away with that. That was surprising that he got away with it. And it, it looked like he was really, <laughs> he sure was struggling for a long time. Yeah. I got, I, I got real close to being real angry with Watson. So, 
cards on the table. I got Heisher on on one of my fantasy teams, so I was I was about to lose it on Watson. If he broke his rib or something and he'd be out for like a month, I would have been livid. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked well for you. No, no. Uh, but I don't think I, I generally I don't I don't feel Watson is a is a dirty player. You know, right? Uh, yeah, just you know the new the new era of of guys will fight quite a bit. I I suppose. Yeah. And I think, you know, it looked it looked fairly innocent. I think he just caught him in a bad spot as he was extending, you know, so he had that I think he had that that rib exposed a little bit. I don't know, but it's it's not it's not like Watson. He's he's one of those, you know, the 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 gentleman brute of the game, you know. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, maybe I'm just a homer. I don't know. I think I think I, I think anyone who who is hosting one of these shows or a guest on one of these shows tends to you know I mean we're, we we have our fandom on display right so yeah it's it, it's it's I think you know for a lot of us who who are hosting shows or or, or being on shows and and clearly being a fan and and have you know being a fan for majority of our lives it's tough to become impartial in in a in a, in a you know, yeah. on, on a show, I, I guess, kind of like this. But um, luckily for you, we're on an Ottawa show, so we can be as biased and as as much of you know, we can be as Homer as we want to be. Perfect. And you know, if there are Devils fans watching us right now, then you know, start your own show. And <laughs> yeah, I'd in going back to Carlson, I'd be far more interested to see, and I think most fans would agree, for them to extend Zub and then worry about you know, finding right. someone else for the right side, because what's the advantage of going out and acquiring a right shot defenseman and then letting Zub go? It'd be like, right. okay, well now you haven't gotten better. Yeah. Cause know? if, if you've got, you know, uh, this is going to sound ridiculous the more I think about it, but I'm just going to spit this out before I convince myself not to say it. If you're looking at, if you look at, you know, say a top three defenseman being, Shabbat, Zub, Sanderson, which by next season will 100%. It's going to be Sanderson's decor for sure. But say you got that's your top three right there. You got two left handed defensemen who, you know, obviously Shabbat and Sanderson have, you know, offensive ability. And I think Sanderson is an incredible two way player. But Zub is without a doubt the best shutdown guy on the team. If you replace Zub with Carlson, as fun as that is, who's like other than Sanderson, who's solid two way, like who's playing defense? Then you're really, really gambling on Bernard Docker right. stepping up. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I I don't know that that pays off for you. Um, that would be asking a lot of him. And, you know, yeah. I I don't know. And and I guess I was questioning it too before the season started. Like, are they are they gonna consider trying to move Sanderson to the right side? You know, because if you right. had Chabot and Sanderson as a first pairing that's pretty solid and then zub can play with a lesser left hand guy for the second pairing um i don't know it's, it's uh yeah. something's got to give though right yeah and 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 you know as far as the conversation goes for that second pairing left-handed guy you know if you want to avoid having your 8 million dollar Shabbat is a second pairing guy. Then, yeah, like who who steps up there? Would it be like? Cause I think Branstrom looked great to start the season. I, I was really impressed for the first what maybe five six games or so, and he's just kind of fallen back to earth. I think we, we're I think we're just kind of seeing him not necessarily regress, but kind of just you know 
play like the player we've all kind of watched for the past year or so. Yeah. Well, he's, I don't think he's getting as much opportunity on the power play either, which is kind right. of where he was showing us like little glimpses mm-hmm. of like, oh, this guy could be special. Um, but yeah, that that's a that's a trade that I think will always haunt us. Um, yeah. <laughs> you'd like to think that Mark Stone could have gotten you something more, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about Brandstrom. I, I think long-term, I don't see him being in a top four position. Uh, he's just, he's just too small and they play the puck into his end and then four check on him hard and he turns it over a lot. Yeah. He absolutely does. Um, and I don't know if that's just, you know, rooted in like a confidence issue or just a lack of, of you know, defensive ability in general. I'm not sure. But um, yeah. it's it's frustrating when you, when you see someone start out the season just so solid all around and then just, you know, it just looks like he forgot what he was doing 10 games yeah. ago. It, it does make me wonder, like, with the, you know, the Pittsburgh trade, like if, if Brandstrom Marino there could have oh. been a deal made there somehow. Because that uh, was what I think New Jersey gave up what, a third round pick or something like that for him straight up. Just right. well, it was a, a third and oh god, who went back? Uh, it's it a guy that prospect in the minors, okay? But he was, yeah, it was a, a former first round pick, but but still not a I don't know, yeah. I some, I, some I, of the sense got anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting because after this West Coast trip, there's a chance that the conversation might shift to like, okay, so a trade deadline, who's still going to be here, you know, <laughs> like, and and to think that in September we were talking about playoffs and like it, it's, this is going to hurt for Sens fans. Yeah, I I, I don't know about you, um, I wasn't I was. You know, I wasn't full on drinking the sense of the playoff Kool Aid. I was, I was, you know, I was taking a sip here and there, maybe. But my, I, I always make preseason predictions for the whole for the whole league, just standings. And I had the Sens as the number five team in the Atlantic. I figured they'd be the top team, not making the playoffs. That's looking like a terrible pick right now. Um, yeah. How how high were you on them going into the season? I thought, I mean, really, I was looking at. Boston limping at the start of the year had them four. Yeah, they were missing a lot of guys to start the season, and I thought if they struggle out of the gate and Ottawa takes off the way they could, there's a chance that Ottawa can can hold on to a wild card spot. I really thought there was a a playoff chance, um, you know, and it you know it doesn't help that DeBrincat is not scoring the way he was. Um, and the loss yeah. of Norris, of course, is is significant, especially when you're like, oh, so now Broussard is our second line center. Like, what year is it? Um, yeah, but yes, I I did I did think there was a a, a real strong possibility of Ottawa squeaking in. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, that's the thing. Like I've seen a lot of talk about how you know, especially on Twitter, just that. Look at all these dumb sense fans think the team make the playoffs. I saw plenty of fans outside the fan base say, "Oh, that's a shot." And at the same time, I saw a lot of not just just hockey fans, but Devils fans specifically talking about how 
bummed they are that the season's going to suck. And now here we are. The Devils have won 12 straight, and the Sens are possibly out of a playoff out of playoff contention in, in mid-November. You know, it's just, it, you never know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, New Jersey was missing a lot of guys last year, so they, again, you, you kind of don't know what you've got until it starts clicking. Right. But but my God, it's, it's hard because Ottawa, like, again, it's one of those games where in the first period, they didn't look out of it. They were down by two goals, but it, it could have easily have been you know, two, two or mm-hmm. two, nothing the other way. Like it, it was, it wasn't out of reach. Um, but that's as everyone says, that's the way New Jersey plays, right? You feel like we've really got a shot here. We're getting our chances. <laughs> no. no, no, not so much. <laughs> they just kind of, yeah. yeah, slow, slow chokehold throughout the game. That's the thing. Like, and they said it on the broadcast too, New Jersey never looked unbeatable at any point of the game. They just play at a, good like high level for 60 minutes yeah and my god they make you pay on those turnovers oh yeah like that's awful just brutal can't make mistakes so what happened what happens then like if you know i mean obviously this is this is such a dirty topic but it like formanton that's a guy who had 18 goals last year if he's not signed by December first, he's not playing. Right. Um, I'm unclear on what happens to him after that. Like, at what point does a player yeah. not sign as a restricted free agent become a free agent? I'm not sure. Yeah, actually, I'm not sure about that. When yeah, when you pass that December first deadline, do you retain your RFA status based on your time in the league, or you know, is an is an accelerated uh, you know, time to being a UFA. I'm not sure how that works. That's a, that's an yeah. interesting question. But I know, I as far as I know, and I think as far as anyone else knows, that it's just you know a matter of sense management waiting to hear more about the reports on the the World Juniors team there before he signed. Which you know, and and opening a can of worms here, I think, is a bit odd that you know they're 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 so. They don't want to talk about that and they won't sign him, but they've, you know, been advertising Drake Batherson front and center the whole season, right? So it's it's yeah. it's kind of a weird situation in, in a few ways, I guess, with with that. It 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 certainly doesn't help uh Formanton look innocent. You know what no. I mean? Like the fact that, like you said, Batherson is playing and they're advertising him and his face is up all over the place and uh, and Formanton, it's like, well, we know the deadline's December first, and that's all we're going to say about it. It's yeah. like, fuck, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah. But I, it, it's a guy you could use, and and I mean, there's obviously if if you know if the if it's all true and nine players were involved, we already know some of them are playing in the NHL currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it 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 is a. I don't know. It's a weird thing where you go like uh, surely in a contract you can have something that stipulates like if your name comes out in this you're you're done, you right. know. Um and that's and you know not to make it about anything other than the fact that, that was a horrible horrible thing that happened and and everyone involved absolutely deserves the punishment they get, but you know in a purely selfish and just, you know, 
not a real because sports isn't like being a sports fan you're so separated from the real world watching hockey so what i'm about to say might sound really shitty but at the same time i'm looking at it completely just from like a fandom and sports perspective say the sends are you know continuing on at this rate and they're say 10 or let's say, say they're like 15 25 and 3 by the point of you know all this coming out and then they say oh yeah drake batherson was entirely involved at that point the right move is to trade him buy him out do whatever we got to do like at that and say say then alex to following that says i am not interested in signing long term here i came to ottawa because i wanted to win like are is it just the sends are perpetually in a state of rebuild like uh, this year there's so many things that could that could de- somehow derail this season even further that we yeah, haven't even that haven't even you know Absolutely. Are, are barely being brought up at all and i mean i understand why you know we're so concerned with this one thing that's not <laughs> opened up the floodgates to all these other things that could go wrong but it's just you know so many things could go wrong that haven't even been like you know haven't even been introduced yet i guess so far this season yeah yeah, it, it does worry me that they haven't signed Zub because it it feels very DeMello-ish, you know, that mm-hmm. we'll just lose a, a defenseman who was that first pairing, you know, rock for the for Chabot kind of thing, and then right. he'll go away. And like you said, what do you do? Do you hang on to Debrinkat? Do you go to arbitration and try and keep him one more year? You know, I, It just feels like a repeat of Stone at that point. Like when you go to arbitration, you get the one year, then he's gone at the deadline. Like that's just – it just feels like – yeah, inevitable. If 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 he goes to arbitration, I think yeah. At that point, it just feels like an inevitable trade deadline move. It's uh, yeah. It's really hard to buy like you know the the framed autographed photos of players when you feel like I don't know who's gonna be here anymore. That's the thing. <laughs> I was I, I I was big into collecting you know hockey cards, especially for the Sens. Um, say like mid to late twenty tens. Most of my collection just isn't on the team. At this point, I have a lot of, you know, a lot of Carlson, a lot of Stone, a lot of tourists. Like, those were kind of my guys. I was so, you know, if nothing else, Carlson having a really great season means my autographs are going up in value again. So, well, you know, that's something at least. Yeah, I've got this framed 8x10s of Stone and Peugeot in my garage. I'm like, I can't hang them up in the house. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've still got, I've still got a, a big, uh, nice, like, big framed uh, Anderson print on a canvas in the basement. Oh, nice. in the In my dad's, uh, my dad's TV room. So that's a, that's a nice little piece. Now that I'm, long story, I'm back. I'm, I, I've, I've been living in England for most of the last year, but I'm back in Ottawa right now, like, visiting my folks. So I get to enjoy my dad's nice TV room right now. So, <laughs> but. Cool. That's a conversation for another day. Um, I think with that, we'll just we'll just call it here because we're we're coming to around that that time, and uh, just I don't know how much longer I can talk about the downfall of my favorite sports franchise. So, uh, <laughs> tough day. It's a tough day. It's a it's a rough day. At least it's Saturday, and we still got Saturday night. You know, we're not bummed on Saturday night. We're just bummed Saturday afternoon. We got a whole that's right whole rest of Saturday to 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 bring up the mood, change it around. That's right. Put the rally cap on. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for for tuning in. Uh, Really appreciate that. Uh, Make sure that you like the stream, subscribe to SDPN on YouTube, and uh, just, you know, do whatever you can to share it around, whether that's uh, on YouTube or if you listen to this on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you 
bring in your digest your podcasts be sure to share it around because you know misery loves company and we're all miserable here in sens land uh terry thank you so much for coming on i really really appreciate that uh do you have anything you want to plug anything you want to promote here at the end of the show I mean, uh, you know, Total Drama Island, reboot of Total Drama Island coming out soon. So that, you know, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on. And we'll uh, we'll catch all of you next time. Let's all have our fingers crossed for a successful Western road trip coming up. A lot of late games. See if it's worth staying up for them. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.